Doctor? What doctor? Doctor who? Doctor who, did you say? Eh? Doctor who? What are you talking about? gibberish or do you really know what you're talking about it's times like these that i really regret us going weekly don't you think uh, i i do i this is this is i mean even la- i mean last week's was terrible but i found it easy enough to carry on watching just to see how bad it got this week's i was so tempted just to call you up and say let's let's not do it let's <laughs> let's just do one episode and say we'll revisit later on yeah because I, I did apologize last week and as i say if i'd known that you were going to choose a duff one oh, i wouldn't have chosen a duff one um but i didn't realize i don't remember how duff this subject matter is all the only reason i chose it was it's like oh it's those terrible baby-faced aliens yeah. and there's a pig pilot of a spaceship yep. that crashes into Big Ben. That's all I remember, well, and that's why I yeah, chose it. Yeah. That must be all that anyone remembers, because uh, I had it on, and Anne wandered in, and she goes, this is the one with the stupid little pig thing, isn't it? And I went, yeah. And she goes, and those stupid green alien things. Like, yeah, she goes, I ain't watching it. <laughs> she went and played on her computer. Um, this is weird, because my memory's on this. This is, this is one where my memory has changed. So I remember thinking the Slovenes were a bit silly, but I remember the rest of the episode as being quite action-packed. And I seem to remember, epi- I really enjoy an episode one. And then thought, oh, episode two's gone downhill a little bit. And then I really remember liking um, Boomtown and thinking, oh, this there's really good scenes in this. Couldn't be further from the truth. Utter drivel from beginning to end. Mm. Mm. I mean, I've watched it once. I, of course, don't own it. Um, yeah. I've only watched it, you know, back in 2005 um, when it was on TV. Um, and if I'd thought about it a bit more, I might have realised what we, we had in store yeah. for us because I also remember our son, who was five, when New Who started, and, you know, he had already been, you know, introduced to the world of classic Who, and we used to sit there every Saturday night and watch it, and I remember the Slithine action figure was the one yes. action figure he didn't want me to buy him. Really? Now, if that, I, should yeah, that should have told me everything, really, yeah. shouldn't it? Uh, Even son, at five, he wasn't yeah. impressed by the Slovene. Son, we've got a choice here. I can get you the Slovene action figure, or I can get you the old lady with no face. Mm. Um, I'll go with the old lady. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, good oh, Lord. Oh, dear God. Well, this was, because at the time, this was, this was pre-Dalek, so all the, all the stuff on at the time was saying basically they couldn't use the rights to the Dalek and that the, the Slovene were going to be the big new monster. It would rival the Dalek. People would go Dalek Schmalek after seeing the Slovene. These were meant to be the big scary monster. Kids will be running, crying behind the sofa. They're going to be the great... And it was, it was just utter sort of arse water to try and sell the program. Hmm. Um, All right, 
I, like yeah, I said to you last week, start, yeah, yeah, six yeah. Episodes, six, the equivalent of a six part of this. Is. I know, I know. I hope, listener, you <laughs> appreciate what we do for you. Um, I, so. I take it you didn't watch all these in, all in one go. Uh, I watched the first two, the, the two parter, and then on the next night I watched the the one off. All right, okay. This is all about us. Alien experts, the only people with the knowledge how to fight them, gathered together in one room. Excuse me, do you mind not farting while I'm saving the world? Would you rather silent but deadly? So it starts off, we've got the TARDIS in London. Um... Always a shock um, when we, we get come back round, cycle back round to Christopher Eccleston and the start of the... Uh, the scene before the titles always catches yes. me unawares yes. every time. Yep, yep, yep. And I've got here a recap which shows everything I don't like about New Who. Um, I can't yes. even remember what it was, but that's what I wrote after I saw it. Um, well, they they land. They, they, there's a, they land in the in her estate. No, no, no. So, on the recap before the oh, titles. On the recap. I can't remember oh, what right, it was, okay. but I've put everything I don't like about New Who. About the oh, recap. I, didn't, I, don't, I don't think the DVDs have got a recap on it. So oh, was, oh, okay. All right. I was lucky there. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They arrive on her estate, don't they? Yes. He's dropping her off, and she says she'll be a while. And for some reason, the doctor just starts kicking things around in that square, not going off to a museum or anything like yeah, that, so that that you thought, think the doctor no. would. Well, I, c- I can understand why the doctor wouldn't want to go with Rose and meet her mum. I, I can understand that. Well done, doctor. Um, this it's an awkward setup, just so this scene can happen, isn't it? And and this is the only this is well, there's a couple of little bits where I thought, okay, that that's not a bad idea. Should have explored it. And this is one of them that that they actually use time in a slightly interesting way, but don't go anywhere. That 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 Rose Rose and the Doctor think they've been gone uh, twelve hours, 12, twelve hours, and they've been gone twelve months. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that's an interesting that that would have been quite a good idea to explore, you know, perhaps. But no, it's immediately it's, it's one joke, mm-hmm. and then dropped completely. Um, and yeah, the doctor he doesn't go with her. He's he hangs around this square, and then he wanders up to a poster that there's no way he could see from no, the angle. No, it's he on the side it. of the post. Yeah. It we can yeah. see it. The camera can yeah. see it, but not him. And this is this this sort of sums up New Who to me. Everything's done for the audience's sake, isn't it? Whether yep. it makes sense or not. Yeah. So he then he looks at the poster and it says like, "Have you seen this girl missing?" And it's uh, it's Rose. Mm, yeah. Yeah. All right. The next thing I've got. I mean, after after the theme music. Yeah. Um, good theme music like that. I like the theme music. Yeah. I don't know about the titles, the actual animations yeah. themselves, but no, I do like the music. That's all right. Um, and then I've written down, "Oh God, Rose's mother." And um, this this is the start. I tell you what. During the week, right, I was trying to think about what 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 my opinion is of classic Who and New Who, and how I, I, I started to go off them. How I can compare it. And the the one I came up with was if you imagine a, a large window, right, yeah. with a painting of the TARDIS. It fills the whole glass, right? right. Th- this is classic Who, right? And behind it, you have sunlight. <laughs> so you, it's not a stained glass window, it's, a, you, right. you know, um, of the TARDIS. And if you imagine when we're talking John Pertwee and we're talking Tom Baker, the, the, the best Tom Baker years, yeah. bright sunshine 
outside. So it's all shining through. You've got a big, vibrant blue TARDIS, right? And then the Peter Davison years start and the sun starts. It gets a bit cloudy outside and it dims a bit, you know. And then by the time we reach Sylvester McCoy's, there's like a thunderstorm outside, but occasionally the sun will, sun will come out when there's a good episode yeah. and it will lighten back up again. That's, that's my analogy of how I look at classic Who, right? Okay, right okay. And then I thought about new Who, and I thought, all right, imagine then the same t- picture of the TARDIS on this window, but there is something in new Who. It starts all all right, you know? But something happens, and there's a crack in the glass, right? Something hits the glass, you get a spider's web of cracks. And every time there's a crap thing in New Who that I don't like, a bit of the image <laughs> of the TARDIS just falls out, a bit of the glass falls yeah. out. And I think the, the, the initial crack into the glass that went like that is Rose's bloody family and the whole soap opera element. Yeah. I think that was the start <coughs> for me. That was the beginning of the cracks showing in the new TARDIS picture for me. So Rose's family have hoied a brick through your window. Is Basically, it? yeah. yeah. The, the, yeah that, this, this window is on a chavvy yeah. estate and somebody's yeah. lobbed a brick at well, it. I, I was thinking about this as well and I was, I was trying to work out what, what, what's the difference between New Who and Classic Who and why is it such a demarcation for me? And I think it's because, for rightly or wrongly, New Who is what would happen in real life if if Doctor Who happened. If the Doctor was real in real life, what would happen? And and th- this is New Who, so we get things like where uh, it starts to get a bit creepy that the Doctor's with a young girl. It starts to get weird that people would drop their lives and go off an adventure with the Doctor. None of this would happen in real life. It would It would be the worst life ever. And like when Mickey says about, no, your life sounds shit. This is all new. This is realism. And I think the big mistake they made was when Doctor Who came back, they went, we're we're bringing realism to Doctor Who. It's going to be just like as if it's happening in front of you. Because um, Russell T. Davis, that was his style of writing. He wrote, for for better or worse words, kitchen sink drama. Mm -hmm. You know, his stuff was kitchen sink drama, everyday lives. And this is what he brings to Who... And at the time, it seemed, you, you thought, oh, this is, this is an interesting take. This is a breath of fresh air. This is re-. And you watch it back now and you think, no, this was totally wrong. This was a wrong move for the mm-hmm. programme. The programme is science fantasy. And the minute you bring it, real life into it, your, your suspension of disbelief is broken and you start to question things that you wouldn't normally question. You, norm, in classic who, couldn't give a shit how people speak English. Right. Doesn't need to be answered. Knew who... You've got to put some sort of realistic expert. Oh, it's the TARDIS, does it? And that brings in, you go, hang on, how is the TARDIS doing that when it's not landed yet? Blah, 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 blah. Ruins it, because it's all you're thinking of. And this, this sort of story sums it up. So they've gone into, oh, what would happen in real life if the Doctor did go off with someone for a year? They'd think they'd been kidnapped. And blah, blah, blah. and it, it just, it, the minute you do that, your, your suspension of disbelief is broken. And, you um, know, I, I can't <laughs> have been the only person back in 2005 that had my own children now and wanted them to you know discover you know Doctor Who the same way I did when I was little and so you sit there on the settee on a Saturday night and and you suddenly you're you're right you get a kitchen sink drama and um, you know and I I can remember sitting there and thinking what because Samuel's five right and you've got the mother saying are you in a sexual relationship and all like this and it's like yeah 
Well, this is Doctor Who. Uh, you know? yeah. <laughs> this is the, and, it, and and this is the cracks I, starting to show for me. Yes, I think so. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. The cracks, the cracks are setting in, and I I think Russell T Davis knew this, and I think he knew that this was the wrong way to go. But I think his being such a huge huge fan stopped him from stepping back and going, "I'm not, I'm not the right guy for this." Do you think, think this? Far, yeah, sorry. No, no, I was going to say, do you think this is also the problem, you know, because it's never been officially documented why Christopher Eccleston had the falling out with the production team, but do you think that was his sort of view as well? Oh, it's like, well, this isn't I, the yeah. Doctor Who I thought we were going to be doing. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Poss- possibly. I mean, there's been so many rumours and stuff about why he fell out and, you know, stuff like that. But I, 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 I could see someone, because Chris Eccleston is an, an excellent actor and he's very, very good at, He's a very clever man, and I, yeah, I, I perhaps think I think he probably signed on to Doctor Who. He didn't sign on to EastEnders, you know. And I can't see people like Christopher Eccleston appear wanting to appear much in soaps because where's the interest in it? Mm. And this is this is, I mean, especially this this episode. This is a cross between EastEnders um, and the thick of it. It's got precious little to do with Doctor Who. Exactly, but we're watching it for Doctor Who. For Doctor Who, yeah. Uh, and it's, I think it was, he was the right person to bring it back to make it successful, but I then think it was a, a victim of its own success. And um, it, it sort of went wrong from there. Mm. All right, well, the next bit I do remember. I do remember the whole, you know, spaceship yes. flying low over London. Well, they, um, they, yeah, they heavily, uh, they heavily trailered this. Because it was basically saying, look, we're not like old who, we've got money. Yes, look at this. When sadly, yeah. what they should have been saying is, no, we're actually like old, old who, please watch us. Um, yeah, they trailered this heavily. It doesn't look so good now, of course. A couple of the shots stand up, but whenever it's a CG ship, um, looks awful. But the smashing into Big Ben is brilliant because old yeah, Mike really and good. co, you know, they built it. it's models, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was all model work and, you yeah. know... Um, Looks terrific. That holds up because it's practical effects, isn't it? You know, it's none it's, of your CG yeah, it's, stuff. Yeah, it's proper practical effects. It looks really good. Um, it does lead into um, another problem with, especially these episodes, is where it it then I, we we've often said it that that Russell T Davis desperately wanted to be just Wheeland. Mm. He desperately wanted to remake Buffy, and this is this sort of thing. So you get lots and lots of. Of contemporary stuff put in, like news reports and things like that. Andrew Marr. Yeah, Andrew Marr, and it it feels so. I mean, ironically, for a script, Aliens of London, it feels so alien mm. for Doctor Who to keep seeing these reports. And and when you watch it, I mean, the Doctor's precious little in it and does bugger all. I don't like this time. first bit. I mean, when he sees the spaceship, yeah. you know, we've got the grinning, gurning doctor going yes. on about how yeah. oh, it's fantastic, fantastic. And, you know, it's like a, a little bit of that goes a long way. Uh, unfortunately, it seems to be his default um, when he's that, in a yeah. situation. <clears throat> and it's this whole thing of um, where he says, uh, she goes, um, do you know what it is? No. Do you know, were you expecting this? No. Do you know what's happening? No. Fat lot of use you are. And you think, if this is first contact, why doesn't the doctor know about it? Well, well, that's coming up, isn't it? That he reckons yeah. this is it, interesting. <clears throat> this is fantastic because it's it's mankind's first, you yeah. know, co- first contact with not. aliens. 
with the what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and and I've seen some theories that you know this isn't uh, the classic Who universe. This is like a parallel yeah. uh, universe that the Doctor has appeared in. But that doesn't make sense because we got Unit coming up later, and Unit was well, created to combat alien threats, wasn't it? Yeah, it's it's hard to think really to to go back to this, you know, series one of New Who where the intention from the beginning was not to reference classic who in any way shape or form because mm. can you remember like watching the first few episodes and even if they made the slightest mention that the of the doctor of Gallifrey or anything like that you went oh my god because they didn't want to do it they wanted mm. to cut all ties they wanted this to be realistically they wanted this to be a reboot yes this wasn't meant to be a continuation to the point where for the first few episodes, the fandom was like, is this meant to be after Classic Who? Yes. Where is this Doctor from? Where in his time, you know, where in his timeline is Christopher Eccleston meant to be? Well, there the zenith of that was the Cybermen, wasn't it? When the Cybermen yeah. come in, when they come completely back, rewrote yeah. it, that was a reboot, wasn't it? Yeah. And, mm. and yeah, and you know full well, if the, I think if they'd have gone with the reboot, then it wouldn't have been a, an alternate universe Cybermen. That would have been they would have just introduced the Cybermen. Mm. Um, yeah, so I, I think that the tenuous links, like this where he says, oh, look, it's UNIT, and it's two American people mm. in American uniforms, and it's like, why don't you why don't you go and speak to him? Oh, no, I looked a bit different. Mm. Yeah, no. they didn't want to use UNIT. They, they, they didn't want to do it. Oh, <laughs> well. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's such a weird... This whole, this whole sort of period of... of of Chris Rackerson's feels so weird now, which is a shame because I think at times in this episode he's really good. At other times he appears, and I wonder if this was like when was this filmed, and is this after he decided I'm off? Well, no. Apparently the autopsy scene with the pig that yeah. was the very first scene he ever filmed as the Doctor. Really? Yeah. Okay, so he's just not. But he, he, there's certain scenes where he seems visibly distant, doesn't he, as mm. an actor? Yeah. Um, very strange. Uh, weirdly, weirdly, then, if this is like the first stuff they filmed, because I I didn't find Rose, or I didn't find uh, the the character is still repugnant, but I didn't find her acting that bad in this. I no, she's like, all oh, right. She's all right. Yeah, she's all right. I've got a bit of problem yeah. with the, the the laughing and the cuddling with the doctor. Yeah. Uh, but no, acting wise, she's yeah. all right. I don't know about her mother. Her mother is another no, plank of wood. We out, had yeah. we had some. Um, <laughs> <laughs> some uh, supplies from the timber yard last yes. week and we've got a massive blonde one in in, yeah. in this one she, she cannot she's act a, yeah well she's another weird sort of character in uh, the, the actress i mean in the, when you see interviews with camille cordry she actually comes across as quite likable but what as soon as she plays rose's mother and i don't know is that a conscious thing that that rose's mother is meant to be unlikable but but she's playing it at all, again, almost a crackerjack level. Mm. There's no seriousness to her, the way she's playing anything. Mm. Um, by contrast, I really like Mickey. I think. I mean, you can Noel Clark. He's gone on to bigger and much better things, and you can see why. He's a really talented actor. Yeah, he's a good actor, yeah. but Mickey is just so dumb. You know? he, yeah, he's. I mean, this and this and so we get lots of Mickey, in especially in the third episode, uh, Boomtown. We get lots of. Oh, isn't Mickey stupid? Mm. Oh, look at him falling over. And he, he's the butt of all the jokes, which is a shame because I really like his character. Because everything, if, as soon as we bring it into the real world, 
what he's saying about the Doctor is absolutely spot on. Yeah, that, I like that scene moment. in the third one, yeah. and I like it when he when he has a go at Rose and says, yeah. oh, "I've been waiting yeah. for you." Da 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 yes. da da. Yeah. You just swan off. Da 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 da. You know. Realistically, uh, I feel sick because it's like Rose isn't worth waiting for. Rose is a, a horribly self-centered, mm. repugnant person. Mm. Not a Billy Piper. I like Billy Piper, but. Mm. Uh, yeah, the character of Rose is horrible. Mm. And for I, this to be the Doctor's one true love. Oh, Jesus. No, stick it. <laughs> What's wrong with the man? Indeed. Um, the, the character I do like in this, though, I do like Harriet Jones. Yes, funny enough, as I was coming upstairs, Anne said that. She goes, don't forget to mention that the best thing in these two episodes is Harriet Jones. I remember Harriet Jones, yeah. and I remember liking Harriet Jones. Yeah. As soon as I saw her, it's like, oh, that's going to be her catchphrase, isn't it? Yeah. She says Harriet Jones, such and such MP. Yeah. Um, and no, she's really good. The she's actor's excellent. really good, yeah. and and the character is very good. A decent, yeah. And she's a, she's also, and she's a good actress. She's also the only one imbibing it with any sort of menace or trying to not play it for comedy. Yeah. Because that's the other the other thing that I think is wrong with this episode is the tone is all over the place. All right. Well, let's talk about yeah. tone because shortly after that, I mean, <coughs> she, she's in number ten. Yes. And the Prime Minister has vanished, and yeah. you've got this standby Prime Minister who comes in farting. Yeah, I, I, I'm not entirely sure that's how the system works, that if you can't find the Prime Minister, the next person in line is automatically made Prime Minister. I, I, I think someone should tell the parties that, because they have this horrible thing where they have to have elections and things. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so so we immediately get, and I've written it down, fart jokes, and that's I remembered that from this that this is <coughs> this is this is Russell T Davis trying to have his cake and eat it, and it? it's it's going, Haha, look how stupid fart jokes are. Mm. We know they're stupid, but let's shove a load in. Yeah, it's yeah. He's try, He's basically saying we're 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 so we're so hip and with it. We can recognise that this is naff. But we're going to do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. It don't work like that, then, does it? No. You know. I mean, I like a good fart joke. You know, with the best of them. Yeah, you know, not, not like twenty but, in a but row. But in bottom and yeah. stuff like that, yes. But yeah. <laughs> not in Doctor Who. Not uh, fart jokes yeah, in Doctor uh, Who. And, and weirdly, um, Doctor Who can knew who continues with its tradition of of body shaming fat people. Fat people are yeah. comedy useless. Or thick. Yeah, and we get them all with this. Um, yes. Yeah. With this lot, don't <coughs> we? Oh dear! Oh dear! Oh dear! Um, because but, why? Why are they? Because they've obviously gone with the thing of these are aliens in suits, and they're big aliens. So <laughs> fat suit, fat people. But why? Because they say that there's a compression field, and they wouldn't fit in them anyway. So why are all the comedy, repugnant people, fat people? I don't get it. I don't get the whole compression yeah. field thing or anything. No, makes oh, no mm. sense. All right. Shortly, we've got the Doctor in the TARDIS. What do you think of this version? This, the, the, you know, the, the the reinvigorated New Who first version TARDIS interior. I, I I quite like it. I think it's okay. It's it's enough sort of steampunky, but without being too over the top. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like it's been a bit cobbled and a bit repaired. And yeah, I I, I think that's okay. I quite like that. I quite like it. I, I, our son had, had the play set of it, and uh, I found it in the attic a couple of weeks ago, and I'm trying to get it working again. You know, the yeah. central column you lit up and had the sound of it. Yeah, yeah, the batteries were <laughs> had corroded it, so I've got to strip all that out. But, no, I don't yeah, mind I, it. I don't <coughs> mind it at I all. I quite like it. Um, it's interesting that in 2005 we get the same 
joke with Mickey from the 1966 mm-hmm. Dalek invasion film, in it of oh the TARDIS dematerializes as someone's going towards it and they end up falling on their ass. Yeah. It's like oh god. <laughs> um, Have you ever run at something without the knowledge of stopping when you get to it? Well, obviously because, Mickey hasn't. <clears throat> Well, yeah, because say the TARDIS hadn't have materialised, he would have broke his nose anyway. Yes, that's true. It just it is stupid. Stupid, yeah. Um, and yeah, the, the Doctor he finds out that the alien has broken out of cold storage. We haven't seen yes. the alien at at this point. No, have no. We? So they've they've made mention of it. And I I remember when I first saw this, I thought, oh, I wonder what the alien's going to be like. It's going to be like the alien, all right. And then we meet Tosh. We didn't, of course, didn't know it was Tosh then from Torchwood. Um, who's a good actress, and she she does absolutely nothing in this episode, but you know she's she's respectable in it. But yeah, then we meet the alien, mm. <clears throat> the pig, and it's and it's a pig. It's a comedy pig. It's not even a realistic pig. It's a comedy pig, um, and it, they chase it about, and then this this unit guy shoots it, and the doctor says, "How dare you kill that?" It's it was a intelligent being this poor thing it was scared they experimented on it uh two episodes time he's ordering a big steak <laughs> fuck off you hypocrite and a couple of episodes ago he was talking about you know cooking a fish in its juices yep. wasn't yep. he it's just, <laughs> so. oh, it's just annoys me and i love the fact that as as and i don't know whether this is just because it's dvd but the pigs lay in there dying it's meant to be a tragic scene and all you're thinking is Wow, that's a whacking great latex seam up that pig's hoof. Uh, it is. Because we, we're, we're told, the Doctor says yeah. that, you know, it's a regular pig, just a normal yeah. pig. They've added bits to its brain and put it in a spaceship. But it is, it is walking around. Yes. It's, yeah, it's, it's suddenly got a bipedal spine. A four-legged um, yeah. bipedal creature, yeah. by messing with its brain, can now walk yeah. upright. Well, can run upright. Yeah, um, this this is also <coughs> we get one of the classic scenes, but don't quite work here. Where by sheer willpower alone, the Doctor insinuates himself into a situation, doesn't he? So he starts ordering the guards about, and they start following his orders without question. Without question, yeah. um, which is always you know it, it always rankles me a bit. That mm. you know, it, it did last time when he ordered the bannermen to untied prisoners and they did it so what yeah see so th- <coughs> things like this the little cracks in my in my yes cracks window are starting. is are yeah. starting also the fact that just before this we've got the um the you know the acting pm and the others amidst much farting um yeah, start fart laughing jokes, and yeah. yeah and unzipping their foreheads yeah now sometimes there's a visible zip yeah and on it's their an actual forehead, it's an and actual, it's a real zip yeah it's a proper uh, like zigzag type zip with the, the metal clasp and that. Mm-hmm. And what? other times it's yeah. not. But and then we're also meant to, because they they say this is the actual skin of the person. Mm. Well, how's any of this working? Um, I you know I don't get it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then then we get the thing about uh, that Mickey is pining for Rose and. So, and I, I just wrote down why do people stick with Rose? She is an awful self. You've said person. this before, yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah. There's nothing happening here that's going to change no. your no. opinion, is it? Is there? No, We've definitely got... not. There's a, there's a touch of the Mary Sue's about Rose, isn't there? That 
I don't I don't get I don't know whether it's this thing of when a writer creates a character for a, 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 an ongoing show they want that character to be the most important because there's a bit of narcissism in it you know? and this is it's like everything revolves around Rose at the moment yeah and what it shouldn't do it's not like it's not like she's the most. It's like the, later on when the doctor, when she says that, and the doctor is, "Oh my God, you'd you'd willingly sacrifice yourself to save the planet." Well, she'd be a bit crappy if she wouldn't. <laughs> that's not a that's not a that's not a high bar to reach, is it? No, really? not really, not really. <coughs> All right. Also, around this time, we've got Jackie in the TARDIS. She's been yes. in the TARDIS. She's had a little. She's been telling yeah. him off. Um, and then she, she, she phones the police, and because she's using the word Doctor and TARDIS... Oh, man. All oh, these man. things are being flagged. Jesus Christ. Do you know what? This, this annoyed me. I, I, I vaguely could understand it might key off the word TARDIS, but basically say, this is, this is listening in to ed, any phone call made in the country, and if certain words are uttered, it triggers. And one of these words is Doctor. <laughs> think about that for a moment yes so so no at no other point does anyone ever say i mean christ they must be getting the alarm going off every two minutes where people say uh did you make that appointment with the doctor for me mm-hmm. did the police turn up at that point oh dear oh dear oh dear another crack um another crack yeah <laughs> um glass is going. yeah mickey he says he's read up about the doctor so there's yeah. books or or online well, stuff I, about the doctor i'm okay then. with this because in 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 the episode Rose, we had the 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 guy that would was compiling uh, a website about the Doctor and all yeah. the different Doctor signs. So I think uh, okay, that's okay. But if it's such open knowledge, because he know, he says, "Oh, the Doctor used to work for Unit." Mm. But how? I mean, if that's open knowledge, that seems weird, doesn't it? But if it's open knowledge about the Doctor, people should know there's been other alien encounters yeah. before this one. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 not very good. Um, I did also like uh, when they show like the the graphics on the screen about the where the ship come from, and he goes, he says, uh, he goes, look, it it did a slingshot around the Earth and came, and it's like that's not a slingshot, mate. It doesn't even go around the planet. <laughs> yeah, you did those, you did that afterwards, didn't you? Oh, blimey, blimey. Um, so they go to number ten, don't they? Um, yeah. we, we we have more of this love oh, fest get, between the oh, Doctor and Rose. We get another. <laughs> aren't we so smug and clever? We're going to number ten. Why is the Doctor? I mean, to, I mean, do you do you reduce it to the crudest level that the Doctor wants to shag Rose? Because that's I, what he's behaving like, isn't he? Like he's totally behaving teenager. like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is a bit weird in itself because not only is that bestiality, they're different species. The age gap is, is quite a bit. I'm with Rose's mum on this one. But, um, yeah. Because she, she, I mean, if this was real, if this, if, if this is real world drama, she ju- would just take her daughter away. She would give him a right old slap, you know. Yeah. But she just lets him take her away when she's got her rucksack later and she's going all yeah. off, you know. Oh, blimey. Um, so, yeah, they're in number 10 and, um, you know, Harriet... Jones meets Rose, and yes. they find the Prime Minister in a wardrobe. The dead Prime Minister. Dead Prime Minister. Just they, these aliens are so clever. Why can't they you know? just replicate the Prime Minister? Yeah. Why? 
all of this, they wouldn't have needed to do any of this plan if they'd have just used the Prime Minister as a skin suit. And we learn later on, when they do the general, that they can turn that skin into a skin suit within 30 seconds. Yes. So why didn't one of them just dress up as a Prime Minister? Because um, then they, none of this reckless plan would have been needed. No. Did All you know... he's got to do then is, is ask the Americans for the codes. Yep. Um, did you know that that was actually meant to, they were going to use a Tony Blair look-alike really? for the Prime Minister? Yeah, that, that's why there was going to be one line in it um, when the woman Slitheen says to Harriet Jones, are you one of his babes? Because there was this thing about Blair's babes, wasn't oh, it, when the Cabinet God, yeah. had a lot of women in nothing, it? Nothing has aged well in this. Every time they mention um, mass weapons of destruction... Oh, I thought that when they said... <laughs> Yeah, um, and, and the doctor, you know, realises that all the alien yes. experts in the country are all yeah. in one room. And that's when the Slitheen come in. But think about that. Think about this plan for a second. So their plan is to basically create a panic with an alien spaceship so that they can go to the Americans and say, can we have the launch codes? Don't yes. know why the Americans have got our launch codes, but never mind. Uh, and say, can we have our launch codes? Their plan then is to launch nukes at the other countries. The other countries will then retaliate. World is wiped out. Seldom radioactive slag. Rubble, yes. Yep. What difference does it make whether you've got any alien experts kicking about? Because at no point in that thing would anyone go, oh, it's possibly aliens. Yeah. You know, well, they haven't up until now, have they? No. That, that room of people have done sod all. Yeah, so, done nothing. So why kill them? And if, if, the, if the worry was that perhaps these alien experts might look at the pig and go, it's an actual pig, um, why bring them all together? Mm. Well, they have brought them all together. They're all yep. in this in room, aren't room, they? Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and we get the unveiling of them. The Slitheen come out of their suits. We, well, we get this really weird scene where the, the doctor's given a pass and said, you're really important, you need to come in. But then when he enters the room, he acts as if he's snuck in. Mm. So he, he walks to the back and he sort of picks up a thing and he's hiding himself. As if he, it's the classic scene you do where someone sneaks into a press conference. And but he's been invited. Why is he doing that secretive way? Or it's almost like the scene outside was filmed after the scene inside. Mm. Um, yeah, so, so, he, so, so he's sort of doing his doctory bit and the aliens start farting. And then the doctor says, will you please stop farting while I'm explaining stuff? Which just comes across so wrong. It's horrible, isn't it? Yeah. It feels so wrong that the Doctor is talking... Can you imagine Pertwee or Tom Baker talking about farting? No. And I'm not being a prude. You know, God, you know, I, no, you're not a prude. I no, wouldn't have ever called not you at all, no. but, <laughs> but it just it's wrong. The tone is so wrong. Yeah, yeah. And that's when um, this episode ends, doesn't it? I mean, they're all yes. electrocuted. Um, yeah. And, and down goes the Doctor as well. How on earth will the Doctor get out of this one? Well, he gets out of it because it doesn't work on him because he's not doesn't human. Work on him. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And so he's, why, he just fell, why he fell to the floor at the end of the last episode, I don't. Know. I don't know, <laughs> but it didn't affect it. this little gizmo he's got, he he whacks yeah. it on the compression device on one yeah. slitheen, which somehow electrocu electrocutes Cutes all the slitheen. Yeah, because at no point, at no point before this, do we 
know that they're connected, do we? They no. Don't, I don't know why they're connected. Unless this is also their communications device, but that seems a bit of a... I don't know. A poor design. I don't yeah, know. So, so the, with, with one bound, the Doctor was free. Um, <laughs> and then we get just almost a Scooby-Doo level of <sighs> being chased around the house. It's awful. It's yeah. th th this whole left to right, right to left running. Yeah. So that so they don't have to do too much with the CGI'd, you know, yes. slithering. Th this is this is going to be one of the weirdest um, uh, Doctor Who adversary ratings we do, where the CGI Slovenes look a thousand times better than the actual suits. Yeah. Suit, I've forgotten how bad the suits were with their bobbin heads, and I mean that the way that their their waist goes into the to the, like almost like they're wearing trousers it's mm. so weird but yeah so we get lots of scenes of being chased about and again the the slovene no peripheral vision no nope. when they go into that room where like rose is hiding behind the curtain and yeah. <coughs> harriet's hiding literally in plain sight and they spend like five minutes at the door saying we really need to search this room. Yeah. You could be any. Well, just step in, you stupid sods. It, it, it's rubbish. Yeah. I mean, you know, that, that they corner the doctor by the lift and just yeah. stand there yeah. while he gets into the lift. Yep. Yeah, and then later on, when, when they, he's used the, 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 the special steel doors, like, she comes right up. Just punch him. Yeah. Don't wait for him to close the door again. Just punch him. Yeah, um, but before that, he, he rescues um, Harriet and Rose with a fire yes. extinguisher. Yeah. That old like, like almost, sad cliche. Like almost any alien, yeah. they're terrified of CO2. Yes, yeah. Um, it's perhaps the Daleks in the movies had something going there, hmm? you know, because they used CO2 fire extinguishers as weapons. Perhaps they were right that it's a universal constant that people will, will stand there doing nothing when you fire a fire extinguisher at them. I, I'm... Yeah. <laughs> so, so this this again makes no sense. So he shoots him a couple of times sh sh with the fire extinguisher, and then says, "Quick, come here!" And Harriet and Rose walk past the Savine, who are somehow disabled by mm. the fire extinguisher. He then, having got a weapon that he knows affects them, puts it down on the table and runs off. And runs off to the war yeah. room. To the um. war room, because he knows this was this was fitted with steel shutters and can survive local attack mm. um, yeah I, I don't know what to say on that one I'll tell you what I do like and that's the fact that the doctor's never heard of the Slitheen he's never yeah, encountered until, the, the, this alien race until um, episode 3 yes but right now he he's never everything. heard of them. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I think this is this is quite a nice thing because this is not an alien. The Slovene are not a race. It's a, it's family. a family name, isn't yeah, it? This yeah, this is a surname, and I thought that was oh, so interesting. I, I like that. Fair dues. That's that's another in the very scant plus column. That this is an interesting idea. That this is more. This is a fam family of ne'er do well aliens, uh, and their I mean their their greed is their profit motive is their motivation. It's a bit Ferengi like. Yes. Um, but it's nice. This isn't no. They're not invading the Earth to to conquer it. I don't know what any of these aliens want with conquering the Earth. What are you going to do with it? At least mm. these guys have got a plan. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're going to sell it as as uh, scrap metal, basically. He the the Doctor realizes it, that they're nearly all calcium, aren't they, or something? Yeah. And therefore, so, vinegar will destroy well, we, them. We we get again what's meant to be a very Doctorish scene, but in this case, it just doesn't work. Where 
where the doctor's saying, give me facts about them, we need to narrow it down, and they say, oh, they're green, that narrows it down, they're, they smell, <laughs> that narrows it down, they're aliens, that narrows it down. Um, yeah, and he eventually works out that they, they I, I, I couldn't even make head or tell it. They, they smell of farts, but it's not normal fart smell. There's it's calcium in it. Cal- yeah, and he goes, oh, calcium. They must be mainly calcium-based. And if you're mainly calcium-based, vinegar would... <laughs> what? Right, so so you go to the White Cliffs of Dover and you pour some vinegar yeah. on it. They're gone, mate. They're gone, are they? Because yeah. Harriet Jones says Hannibal, doesn't she? She goes Hannibal. Yes. And yeah. there was a thing with vinegar with Hannibal, wasn't there? There was that. There were rocks. They would, um, yeah, they, they would, they, they, they would heat the rocks, rocks them up, yeah. and and then pour vinegar on them, and and they yeah. would explode or something. Yeah, I mean, not not the most well known of Hannibal facts. I would have <laughs> thought most people would have, if she said Han- like Hannibal, you'd go, what elephants? What? Yes. Vinegar dissolves elephants. Um, yeah, a bit obscure, a bit weird, but yeah. do you know. If kids learn something, then we've fulfilled the brief that Doctor Who should be educational, haven't we? This is very if that, true. If yeah. that's what they learn from this episode. Well, I think mostly what they'll learn is not to bother next week and to watch something else on Well, I, th- I think yeah. deliberately they put the Dalek one after this to make you, when oh, you, yeah. at the I end you go, so. oh, bloody, oh, that's crap, I don't think I'll bother next week. Yeah. Oh, there's a Dalek in <coughs> it know next what? week. I, I actually remember thinking that at the time. <laughs> like, oh, I didn't enjoy that. Right, Dalek! Oh. <laughs> um, I, did you think? Do you? I sort of got to this point rewatching it. I thought, hold on, not a lot's happening. The plot is so thin. Yeah. And then we spend the rest of the episode just running around this house. Yes, yes. You know, I, um, you know, if you my imaginary TARDIS yep. glass window it's, it's is covered in cracks. A big chunk is falls out yep. now. When the Doctor says, "I could save the world, but I'd lose you." Right, oh, and it's like, oh, uh, shit. Uh, <laughs> Here um, it comes. This is the Anne start of it, isn't it? Yeah. Anne tutted at that, and she turned around from the computer and said, uh, oh, God, I'd forgotten all this nonsense with Rose. Why yeah. is it so creepy? And it's like, yeah, it just comes across as... Oh, this so is the start yeah. of it. I mean, this is this is going to lead into the yeah. tenant, oh, it's my yeah. Rose, stuff all the bloody time. Yeah. Do you know, I mean... Oh, I just I don't know what to say about it. It's just it's it's nonsense, and it's just it cheapens the Doctor's character. I mean, the fact that he's so he's willing to to basically kill everyone in Britain, if not the world, to protect his little chavvy Rose. Mm. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Mm. All right. Well, the Doctor gets Mickey <coughs> using some very dated technology. The technology in this is is terrible. Oh. The, the computers, their mobile phones, everything is so dated. But but Mickey manages to launch a, a get a submarine to launch a missile oh, is, at Ten so, Downing Street. So this was like I was I was just shaking my head at this. So so yeah. So he gets Mickey on the phone, and and the Doctor using a mobile phone feels wrong. Hmm always has and this feels really weird so he gets mickey on the phone and he plugs it into the speaker and um he says go to this website and it's the <laughs> it's the, the unit website is just on the internet and it's like um there's a password i can't get in type in buffalo that will get you past every firewall and and passport thing, uh, password system Buffalo. Buffalo. <laughs> Honestly, I I've got a better password like on my bloody email account. You know what I mean? No, this is madness. 
I, and I was trying to think back in 2005 were passwords quite rare no I Would think even back then it's like this isn't yeah. difficult enough you've got to put in a number or something just buffalo oh, that'd be funny you just do anything where it says please create a password type in buffalo and it'll say this is very weak yes you know no matter how you spell it this is very weak so so mickey types in buffalo and it immediately takes him to the page he needs and the doctor says oh um there's a certain i mean bearing in mind the doctor didn't even know that unit was here True. but he he knows their entire website so either it hasn't changed since the 70s seems doubtful um what how does he know it? so he goes yeah there's there's three concentric circles click on that okay now you're on the page to launch a nuclear missile at us. <laughs> so so <coughs> unit are who control launching nuclear submarines mis- nuclear missiles so why are the slovene bothering with going to the america why don't they just Literally, they do, could spend a week type, yeah, <laughs> typing in passwords. You get yeah. a little program to do it. They could crack that in a matter of seconds and launch the nukes that way. Yep. <coughs> oh, dear. I've not thought about this much, have we? No. Anyway, it does destroy 10 yeah. Downing Street. 10 Downing Street yeah. gets blown up, um, except yeah, for their also, little room. Yeah. Except for the room. I, we also, in that scene, we get... I think we get the, and I'm sick of this already in just these episodes, is Russell T. Davis's uh, uh, liking of stupid names. Mm. You know, and it, it just annoys me. That it, uh, yeah, just just my pet peeve anyway. So, yeah, the only thing that's left in a comedy fashion is the doorway to this. Yes. Now, so is the everything else, because... I, don't, I mean, I presume you've been to Downing Street. Yes, yes. 10 Downing Street is a very long... Yes, very you can't see house. it from the other yes. road, really, can it, you? Exactly, yeah. It's long and narrow. But you can't take it all in. Yeah, we're expected to believe that this cabinet room that's the most protected was just inside the front door. Yes. It is stupid. It's, it is stupid, yeah. yeah. And um, and it's only now that the Doctor remembers who Harriet Jones is. He he couldn't remember her yes. name, and then realizes, oh, oh yeah, yes. she's the Prime Minister that's gonna you, you know usher yeah, in the golden, the golden age. This uh, <laughs> uh, this is funny looking back on it now, and to to imagine that Britain was going to have a golden golden age. age. Oh dear! Oh dear! Only yeah, and, um, and I yeah, I do like Harriet Jones. I think I like Harriet Jones. She is the best thing in it. Yes. Um, I've got down here domestic between the Doctor and Rose. Oh dear, bloody CBBC soap stuff. Do you know what? I, I've actually got this written down. Um, CBBC acting. Mm, that's exactly what yeah. it is. And then I put all this Rose stuff is so poor. Yeah. It's so melodramatic. And it, the end. The end. Right. The newspapers are saying it's all an alien hoax, and the doctor yeah. says humanity's not ready for the truth. They're not ready for the concept of aliens, even though they've been coming for like thirty years in the Doctor yeah. Who universe. Hmm. Yeah, it's. It it was um. Barring one or two little bits, uh, I laughed when the, the Slovene exploded. That was covered in vinegar. I just don't know why. I just laughed, um, and I liked Harriet Jones. 
Uh, Christopher Eccleston was okay at, at time. When he's serious and he says, yeah. I'm going to yeah, stop you, you know, when the war room yeah. doors are just about to close yeah. and it's like, yeah, 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 can we have more of this yeah. rather than him yes. gurning all the time? But, but other than that, it was awful. Yeah, it was um, awful. Yeah. Now, and the now, fact that these Slovene women were touted as these were going to be the big recurring villains. Is that why they came back a few stories later yes. in Boomtown? Yeah, right. they, they, these were meant to be the big I am. I mean, I think they went off and did a couple of episodes of Sarah Jane Chronicles. Where Yes, I got a bit Jane of Adventures. info on that later. Yeah. Um, a, a, a series I've got all of them on DVD and never watched any of them except the one that David Tennant appeared in. Yeah, that's the only one I've um, watched. Yeah, or Matt Smith or whoever it was. No, it was um, old David, wasn't it? It was old David Tennant, yeah. Um, yeah, um, ter- terrible... Terrible, terrible alien. Mm. All right, well, Boomtown, right? Boomtown, yes. I'm not sure if I watched Boomtown. I'm not sure if I... I tell you what, I I don't know if I... I don't remember it at all, but the actual concept of the idea of, you know, you've got an alien menace which is defeated relatively quickly in the story and then not much happens. I quite like that idea that, you know, right, I've got to take you back, but we've got a little while... Let's go and have dinner. Yeah, I quite yeah, I, like that because that is different to Doctor Who. Different. But I don't mind yeah. that change. Yeah, I I thought I remember I remember thinking this episode was one of was a really good one, and I I remember thinking that very thing that it I I like the bits. This is the first time round. It's changed slightly, but I like the bits where the Doctor took her off for the meal, and you th- you think is she has she changed? She's actually got a lot of points here, and the Doctor does come across as not a particularly good person. And I thought, yeah, this is really good. This is what we want more of. Mm. But rewatching it now, it's all a bit slight. And it is very slight. Yeah, it's it better is than slight. these other two episodes, I think. Yeah. Um, well, th- this one benefits because you don't have Jackie in it, do you? And, no, and, and Jack instead... is not... Well, we replaced Jackie with Jack. With Jack, so yes, I, much I've better. I've got time for yeah. The I I absolutely delight in these. Normally the TARDIS scenes are awful in New Who. I delight in these because it's it's four people that are, that seem to genuinely get on and being a bit witty. And I loved Jack's interplay with the Doctor and Mickey. And I thought this is this is this is good. I could I could uh, yeah I, I enjoyed it. All the bits in the TARDIS yeah. I enjoyed. You know yeah. Uh, yeah all the little banter and the and taking fair, the Mickey out of yeah. Mickey. <laughs> and fair um, dues to because um, again. Uh, I don't want people to think I think Billy Piper's a bad actress. I think she's an astonishingly good actress. And in this, she gets some lovely little bits where you can see the facade of Rose Niceness crack when she starts to feel jealous that, that yes. the Doctor and Mickey and uh, Jack are, are doing a bit of banter and there's a bit of almost sexual yeah. tension. Yeah, and yeah, she's not the centre of a, she's yeah. not the centre of attention anymore. Exactly. Yeah, and I thought, oh, that's a good that's a good bit of acting there from. Uh, mm. Billy Piper, well done. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like the idea of them. They visit in Cardiff. Um, I've been. I mean, I've been to Cardiff a couple, a couple of times, but it was nice. To, nice to see this, and it's really good. I like the fact that they say there's a rift here, blah, blah, blah. but what the only thing is that Torture comes along in a year's time mm. and poo-poo's on this episode because underneath, while Jack's visiting, underneath he's there. <laughs> Isn't he? He's he's there. And if the you Torchwood say so, I never watched. There. I never oh, watched right, Torchwood. Yeah. And that you know where the TARDIS parks. That's yes. a lift. That's a lift down into the Torchwood. Oh, is um, it? Uh, base, which has been there since Victorian times. Yeah, because this ties into the Charles Dickens story. This this yes, rift. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So the, ri- the rift. Was it? 
The Unquiet Dead. Unquiet Dead. Yeah. So yeah. there's a rift in TARDIS, which is basically the Hellmouth for Buffy fans. Um, and Torchwood, the story is that uh, the Torchwood Institute was set up because of the rift, and because of the rift. It's a dumping ground for alien flotsam and jetsam and bits of technology and that just come through the rift. And so each episode was meant to be like a story on aliens visiting, things like that. Um, so it's a really nice idea. And But this doesn't quite... Because obviously I had no idea about Torchwood at this point. Yeah, so... so it doesn't quite work. So what you're saying is really the Doctor should know that Torchwood is there. Yes. But he doesn't yeah. because nobody's thought up Torchwood yeah. yet. Right. And it, you almost... They could do a they could do a, a director's cut where when the TARDIS disappears at the end, Captain Jack comes up on the lift and goes, "I missed myself, thank God for that." That would tie it all together. Yeah. Okay, that's okay. That 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 would be nice. Yeah, <laughs> but but this whole you know you've got to locate yourself over the rift to refuel. Yes, I didn't realise the TARDIS um, needed refueling. It does. Well, this is this is the uh, this was is something that New Who introduced, wasn't it? In one of I think it's the Cyberman episode, isn't it? Is the TARDIS goes to another dimension because it's in that dimension the fuel doesn't work. So when when did the TARDIS need fuel? I don't it's remember off energy, anything. But it's never yeah. needed fuel. Yeah, I'm glad it hasn't before because you know, as in with Blake Seven, you always need a crystal. It would have been yes, a crystal, yeah. wouldn't it? Before it would, yeah, like, there would there would have been a crystal at the heart of the TARDIS. Yeah. There. So we get a brief. You know, discussion about why the TARDIS yeah. looks like the TARDIS, and there's a bit of a crap reason why no one notices. Wasn't that, wasn't that weirdly expositional? That was almost. Oh yeah, I if, think that's to know, bring us yeah. up to date. Yeah, it was so weird, as or perhaps for American audiences or something. No. It was so weird that they. It's basically like, okay, let's stop and let's learn something. Dun, dun, dun. Well, police boxes used to be blah 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 blah, and they go through the whole history of why. It plays no relevance later on. I think what you were saying earlier in that when they started off, it's almost a reboot. <coughs> Let's not refer to anything. But yeah. towards the end, it's like slowly things start being reintroduced. Yeah. And oh, we so, might have an audience yeah. that don't know why he's yeah, going around be. in a blue box. Let's have Mickey ask the yeah. question then. Perhaps, um, perhaps they st- I don't know when it's filmed or whether the f- whether the whole season was made before. I don't know. But perhaps they started getting letters from people saying... Why, why does the TARDIS look like this? Mm. Thought, we got you covered. Yeah, so they explain um, why the TARDIS does this. At least they don't say it's a, a cloaking device like in the Paul McGann TV movie. Yeah, oh, no, at that least was it's poor. back to being a chameleon uh, circuit. Yeah. Um, now, this, this Boomtown, right? I watched it yesterday yes. and I made notes, but I don't remember. The, the woman, the woman from yes. the... The first two. She's this there. She's the mayor of Cardiff. Yeah. Right? Um, how, how did she survive? Did, does she say oh, she how she survived? She, she um, teleported away and left her family to die. Right. So that, so when they're, later on when they're trading insults as to who's the worst in the TARDIS, and the doctor says, because uh, she says, you killed my entire family, and he says something like, um, yeah, but you teleported away and didn't think to save any of them. Oh, right. Um, so yeah, so she she had the magic, Ming the merciless, you know, escape ship. Yes. So yeah. she, Emperor she Palpatine. Yeah. How how she in that short space of time managed to run for mayor? Yes. Was a bit strange. Because this is six months later, isn't it? And yeah. Here she and normally, is mayor. normally you do that the other way around. You mayor is usually much lower than 
than MP. So you generally run run for mayor, and then you've been mayor of a city for a while, and then you become a member of parliament and stuff like that. Yeah, it, it's weird that she managed to do that. It would have made more sense for her to have killed the mayor and replaced the bodysuit. Yeah, but then you wouldn't but have that actor come the back. Yeah. yeah, who's terrible? I don't, I don't <coughs> oh, like I her. Her it. trying to be funny <laughs> is terrible. Yeah. Her trying to be menacing yeah. is terrible. terrible. She can't act. No, um, no. Um, yeah, she. I, I quite like the scene where, where they're in the cafe and the doctor sees her face on the paper. And that was great. I thought, okay, that's that's quite that's quite a nice unusual scene that the doctor gets brought into this. Well, that scene is excellent. I like that scene because yeah. again, it's what it's just something we never see. I think I was saying yeah. last week it would be nice to see just the doctor at rest and not having yeah. a threat. And there they and are, the all four of them. To, yeah, yeah, just in a cafe having a laugh. John yeah. Barrowman is is in full flow, yeah. isn't he, with telling his yes. stories and everything, and yeah he picks the newspaper up and it's like mm, I thought it was going too well sort of thing yeah. you know? I think I, I think when this this one first started, one of the reasons I probably thought highly of it was this this harkened back to Hartnell sort of era of a big TARDIS crew mm. you know, and to have to have like th- well, f- you know, three males and one female, I thought that would it was unusual enough to be memorable mm. And I do, yeah, I do. I mean, I've always been a fan of Captain Jack, so it was nice to to see this happening. But yeah, it's it, they're they're almost doing what everyone does, and it's like let's have a day out in Cardiff. Yeah, go and have a meal. Yeah, you know. We haven't mentioned that you know this this woman Slitheen. She's not yes. only Lord Mayor, but she's behind this project to demolish Cardiff Castle and build a nuclear power station. Yeah. So in in six months, she's she's become Lord Mayor yes. of Cardiff. Designed and got passing for money and that to build a nuclear power station in the in city the centre. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fair dues to her. Yeah, nobody um, seems to have objected. I mean, there were lots no. of people. It's cursed, isn't it? This project is cursed because yes. all the safety inspectors died, the heritage yeah. people died, the architects yeah, any, died. Anyone that she she gets involved with, she kills. Um, which is, I suppose, perhaps that's how she got it passed so quickly, but. But yeah, so she's she's designed this uh, this power station, and it's designed to fail. And uh, we get another another sort of almost you know a, a, a contemporary reference to oh, it's going to be worse than Chernobyl. Yes. Um, and as it fails, because underneath she's built some techno babble thing that will act like a surfboard and take her off the planet. Yeah, in a dark star way, presumably yeah. the end of yeah, dark star yeah. just surf away from the yeah. fr- from all the rubble. Oh, good grief! We're, we're, we've also missed out the bit where she takes the reporter down to the toilet yes. to kill her, and then we have an emotional Slitheen in the bog, um, yeah. trying to emote when you've got a <laughs> when you're a big rubber a rubber head with head. CGI yeah. eyes blinking. And I I, I quite like th- this is some of the bits I like so. I like the fact that because the girl says she's pregnant, she was going to kill the girl, and because yes. the girl says she's carrying a child, and because family is everything to the Slovene, except well, obviously when they're escaping, um, she, she thinks twice about it, and I think that's really nice. Um, and I quite like the doctor's reference to it later, where he says, "Okay, you, you get the occasional pang of guilt and let someone live," and I think that's that's such good scripting as well that. 
some of these passages in this are really well done. It's mm. just a shame. It's a shame we've got this actress doing this stuff. Well, I, I was think a... in, a, in a slightly better hands, they would be like show real stuff. I was going to suggest this scene is nice because it's not actually her acting. Her, yes, it's a, it's a, it's a right. bit of latex. We would rather <laughs> have a wobbly, a wobbly headed latex stuntman yes than her her. yes yeah i think so (laughs) i think so so um yeah the the doctor goes to see her and she legs it and we've got this stupid teleport scene Uh, where she teleport runs and teleports away but somehow the doctor with his sonic screwdriver can bring her back in the opposite direction yeah even though he's he's no idea she'd had this thing i mean the sonic screwdriver this but even by this point in the new who it was a magic wand. Yes. You know, there's no pretense that it's anything scientific or anything. It's just, it's the doctor presses a button and it does whatever he wants mm. that's needed for the plot. Um, yeah, so she can't get away and they basically arrest her. Yes. Yeah, and they're going to take her back to her planet. Yeah. Yes. And then she tells them that, you know, it's the death sentence. Yeah, because. You know? Her, fam- her family's been sentenced to death in their absence <coughs> for being bounders and things um, on their planet, and the Doctor's attitude is tough. And there's some there's some really nice sort of discussions on the death penalty and mm-hmm. you know and, and and morals. And I like this. I like when Doctor Who <coughs> deals with moralistic issues in a sensible way, not comedy way. So yeah, I I think that's why this in this made a bit of an impression on me the first time round. Yeah, this is nice. All this is yeah. nice. Um, but, you know, he agrees to take her out, you know, for yes. one last meal. And uh, Captain Jack, he, he's got these, like, uh, manacles, you know. Yeah, I was going to... I momentarily thought, why has Captain Jack got a pair of handcuffs? Oh, of course. Oh, it's Captain Jack, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> But so I'm sitting there with my five-year-old. Yeah. But when you get in lines like "Oh, dinner and bondage," you yeah. know, works for me, and it's like, Oof. <laughs> you know? yeah, it's like, oh, dear. oh, daddy, oh, what does bondage dear. mean? You know, oh yeah. no, 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 it's just. Let me just pop an episode of Torchwood in for you, son. It'll explain everything. Yeah, yeah. so we, 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 yeah, it's all right. This this talk scene, and we've got yeah. you know Rose and and Mickey, and Rose finding I, out that yeah, Mickey's I found don't... somebody else. Yeah, I don't like I don't like the the little bit at the beginning of the the Doctor and Margaret scene where all the silly stuff. The, yeah, they're doing the sort of comedy. Uh, I mean, it, pretty much it's the same jokes from uh, Curse of the Fatal Death. Yes. Yeah, you don't know that I can do this. Well, actually, I do know that you can do that, but and I've planned for this, and you didn't know I could do that. And it it comes across as stupid. And also, when did the Doctor learn everything about Slovene? After the last run through, six months think, ago, he didn't know yeah. anything about them. No, didn't he? Didn't even know their their race or anything. Didn't know where they come from. Didn't know anything about them. So, did he after being after that adventure? Did he spend a couple of weeks boning, boning up? up on them? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, it, it's it's soon brought to a halt because yeah. the rift starts opening yes. because of the extrapolator surfboard. Somehow yeah. is uh, techno, opening the so, rift. Yeah, the techno babble. It just builds up to a, uh, a level that it, it blows up, doesn't it? Um, oh, boy. <laughs> o- opens the rift up. Uh, so this, this intro des- in, interrupts Rose being thoroughly obnoxious and self-centred yep. towards Mickey. Um, I, partic- I I don't know whether it's it's good writing or not or whatever, but 
the fact that she's absolutely livid with Mickey for having someone else, but then can't see that she's being hypocritical mm. because of the Doctor. And I thought that, yeah, that that sort of sums up. That sums Rose's her up. Character. Yeah. I would, it, it, you could you could almost get a good arc out of Rose, couldn't you? If you'd have had it where gradually she becomes good. Yes. And realizes and sacrifices herself. She doesn't doesn't do any of that. No, no. Not a sausage. Selfish to the end. Um, and again, at this point, I I felt like slapping Mickey. I thought, you've lost my sympathy. Stop it. Yeah. Just leave go. Just go. You know well, he I mean? does. Thankfully, he does, yeah, doesn't thankfully. he? You know. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I'll I'll Slitheine, She's in the TARDIS, yeah. and she looks into the heart of the TARDIS. Yes. Yeah. So she's set up. She set up the rift to explode because the or the the energy converter that she had given them or suggested them to do something or other. Oh God! It was only like two nights ago, and I can't remember the techno bubble. <laughs> But something, something, something dark side, and the tar the TARDIS is now going to be blown up or something, isn't it? So, so the TARDIS console opens, and she has to look into the the heart of the TARDIS. And now I think this is this is sort of, this seems to be somehow connected to the Eye of Harmony in the TV yeah, movie. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's the same sort of thing, <laughs> and it was bad enough in that. Well, at least that sort of made sense. Uh, so, so is the heart of the TARDIS in the console? I guess so. Because what happens, like when the dot in the John Pertwee's Doctor takes it out of the TARDIS mm. and has it in a workshop and that because they, the sets had warped. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. And and so she's looking at the the heart of the TARDIS and she says, "Oh, thank you, Doctor." I don't know what she it's so it's shown her. Yeah, the I don't know what she's seen. No. Yeah. Um, and it reverts her to being an egg, which the doctor's then going to take back and just just foist her on some poor Slovene family. Yeah, she's going to start all over again. Yeah. That egg is rubbish. Yeah. I know you've oh, got to make it look egg. like an alien egg, but what? Stick a few bits of yeah. tubing on the top. On mm. Rubbish. Um, and in the meantime, Mick has done the sensible thing and buggered off. Yep. Um, although he does mope around to make sure Rose comes and tries to find him. Yeah. Um, then, yeah. And then Rose goes back, and I think it's meant to be poignant, in it? But it just comes across as, oh. Well, yeah. Because well, it's just like, well, Doctor says, we can wait for Mickey if you want. It's like, no. Little tear. Oh, no. So like, you've treated him like shit, woman. Yeah. 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 Should be ashamed of herself. She should. Yeah, and that's how it ends, isn't it? That's that's, that's it, exactly yeah. how it ends. And then we um, uh, we've got to wait for the following week when things get better. The following week. Yes, yeah, because it's the it's the long game, I think, isn't it? Or the, it's the one with all the TV shows, which weirdly has aged really badly. Looking at the uh, the the clips because it's all game shows that yeah. have since been axed. Yeah, I know. That I was being sarcastic then because oh, I okay. I can remember this one <laughs> and it's like. You've got a robot and Robinson, and yes. back then that was a rubbish idea. And you know, fifteen years on, I mean, people you did that now. People would go and who, mm. who, yeah, what? yeah, yeah. Never, never make your stuff so contemporary. They didn't do it very often in in classic Who, did they? They didn't no. make you, you know references to contemporary things very often. No, I can't. I can't think. I can't think 
that they ever really did. I mean, they would almost go the other way, wouldn't they? They would try and put in, especially in Pertwee's song, they would try and put in little bits to make it seem like it's not contemporary. Yeah, or you've got a female prime minister and things like this. But, you know, earlier in, you know, tonight's episode, we had Andrew Marr, and, of course, you know, we had... um, Oh, what's his face? The ITV or BBC um, newsreader when we were talking about something or other. Oh, it was um, uh, the Demons, wasn't it? The the newscaster. He was on there. So, you know, they they did little things like that, but not spoofing game shows. Can you imagine if, like, in the War Machine, so in War Machines you had Kenneth Kendall, I think, the newsreader, and if you look at it and go, okay, that's good. But you imagine if they'd have had Hartnell wandering onto the set of, uh, I, I, don't, I can't even think of a game show that old, but, you know, like... Oh, it, but if yeah. he had got, come on stage at Sunday night at the London Palladium yeah, yeah, for Beat yeah. the Clock or something like yes, that, you yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, oh the, blimey, that would have dated it. Yeah, yeah so, so, yeah, and so off they go for another fun adventure. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I enjoyed this one more than I enjoyed the other two. But it still was so incredibly lightweight. Mm. Can I say I, I I don't agree with you regarding Captain Jack's bomber jacket. I mean I like a nice bomber jacket, but the colour of that I didn't like it that much. Yeah, I, I must admit, cause I remember at the time I I really I thought I want one of those bomber jackets, and I watched it now and I thought, oh he looks a bit like a fascist. <laughs> oh dear, <laughs> he's, he's you know oh, he's he's one haircut away from being a, a Nazi. Um, Weirdly, weirdly his, I, I didn't remember his haircut being so sort of dated as well. Mm. I don't mm. know, perhaps I'm just used to him in Torchwood. Maybe that's yeah. what it is. Maybe that is exactly yeah. what's going on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, well, that's the Slovene done and out the way. Yeah. Um, Slovene. But, Can you say their home planet? It, it begins with an R. Yeah. There's a whole lot of R's to it. But no. I, I, no can I, you? No, I can't. No. I mean, they, they make a big joke. And we're taking the mick out of people that can't say it in the program. Mm. Then, but it's not. It's it's a pathetic name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So, yeah, this time we can do an Earth date, can't we? Because we're in two yes, places yeah. on Earth. I'm guessing we will have to put it 2005. Yes, this is this is so contemporary. It's unreal. Yeah. So 2005. So that's 2005, London apart. and Cardiff. Yes, yeah. six months apart. The nearest date we've got to that is 2008. Where we have the tenth Doctor in London for the Sontaran stratagem. So only three years later. Presumably, at that point, after the Earth was invaded by aliens, they still went. Yeah, it didn't happen. Mm. More than likely, guys. More than likely. All right, then. So let's get down to it, then, Ian. Let's discuss this. uh, The Slitheen, then. All right. What do you think of the design of the Slitheen? Um, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. I have seen some. Des- I've seen some of the the desi- supposed designs that they based it on, but to me, it looks more like because it's so accurate. They either really followed it, or they drew up the designs after they slapped the costume together right. uh, and then pretended. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a great fan. I think I can sort of see that they're going for commendably going for something that looks alien, but it it just doesn't work. I don't like the big baby face. Do you know why? I haven't been able to see anywhere why they chose to give it a blooming baby face. I don't know. I mean, baby faces can be creepy, I think, but it just doesn't seem to work. No. And they've gone to great, obviously great expense to have, like, 
you know, to CGI the eyes blinking. It doesn't help though. The the mouth movement is awful, and the heads are just too bobbly. There's no. It doesn't even seem to be any stiffness no. in the neck. I like so the when, long arms, and I like the talons. Yeah, the arms are quite good, but they're all out of proportion to the rest of the body. Exactly, the, the legs are tiny. Legs. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost like the budget went out. I'll oh, just put some drink green trousers on. Oh, yeah. No one will notice. It's the it's the um, uh, it's the uh, uh, crotons all over again. Yes, it? yeah. In fact, if the Slovene had just tied a potato sack around their waist, I'd give them higher points. Well, you never know that they might be in the same caravan as the Crotons. Be, you never yeah. know. So, yeah. so for a design, what do you give them? Um, I give them a slightly below average four. All right. Well, I gave them a three. Oh. So that's three and a half. All right. So on a does. Oh, look, we had a three and a half last week. Don oh, Bannerman they... was a three and a half. You know what? I, I think they, they, they deserve to be living in a caravan with uh, Don. Oh, no, this isn't in a caravan. This is just designs, oh, no, right? So, it, so it? yeah, same design rating as Don Bannerman, Shock Eye, yeah. uh, the Malice with the Big Head, and the Nymon. <laughs> oh, dear. It's a cheese fest, isn't it? It is a bit uh, of a I, cheese fest. I think, I think you must be right. You know, you said your son didn't want the action figure. I'm just thinking that's, that's one action figure I haven't got. Well, there you go again. I have got the Eagle Moss large Slovene figure, but I was given it. <laughs> so that's my, that says that all. Do you reckon there's a warehouse somewhere with tons and tons of Slovene action figures? I think so. I reckon there's landfill. There's Slovene action figures and Atari cartridges with ET on all right, well, I'll tell you what I'm doing right now. I'm typing away. I'm on eBay. Slitheine yes. action told, figure. Yeah. I Have told a guess. You about the, uh, I told you about the 12-inch Slitheine action figure walkie-talkie where you talk to Yes, yes, that, that, that yeah. seemed a bit odd. Yeah, um, that's what every kid wanted. They said, Mom, I want to talk into a green creature's <laughs> crotch. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm typing in Slitheine yeah. action figure, buy it now. Okay, I, I would say if it's more than about £2.50, then... Well, because right. it seems to be, and when when they used to be in Toys R Us, they there seemed to be shelfuls of Slovene. Yes, uh, the cheapest buy it now Slovene action figure loose is six pounds seventy five. Really, that's more than I would have. Uh, certainly more than I would pay for it. I don't think it's a collector's item, do no, you? I don't think so. I've definitely passed up a few in boot sales. Have you? Yeah, including including the twelve inch one. I've seen you. Know, well, you remember back when boot sales used to be a thing? When we used the to have boot COVID, sales, yeah. yes, yeah. When we used to have boots. Um, yeah, I, I often would pass it. I just, I, they just don't appeal. No. And no. I also associate them with, remember that children's comic, uh, Doctor Who Adventures? Yes. Because they seemed to be on the cover. They like, did, didn't week. they? Do you remember, yeah. And uh, there was like Top Trumps cards that all came yes, out at that time yeah. as well, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. They seem to be on all the merchandise for the 2005 season. Yeah. Um, because like they said, were they going to be yeah. the next big thing. Yeah. yeah. They, they were meant to be the next Daleks. <laughs> <laughs> not, not even the next Crotons. No, no. All right. So their effectiveness. Yes. Effectiveness. Um, this goes down for me because the CGI looks better than the, the suit. But unfortunately, the CGI is very repetitive. If you notice, they've only got certain movements. Yeah. Like when they're running, it's the same running model for all of the Slovene. Yeah. It's very, very weird. Not You wouldn't do that now on CGI. Um, and the suits, I think, are just horrendous awfulness. Um, so I'm going to give them a three. A three? Well, yeah. I gave them a two. Wow. All right. So two and a half 
two and a half. Um, Terry Leptal yeah. is a two and a half in effectiveness, and the Eaters of Light as well. I think the Terry Leptil's mouth movements matched better than the Slovene mouth. And how many years before was yeah. that, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that, <coughs> that, add them two together, we got an adversary rating of three. Okay. All right. Now, what caravan is n- number three? Oh, oh, they're all by themselves in number three. Oh, right. Oh, wow. Yes, Slovene the are the very first yep. uh, number three. Up the road at three and a half, you've got Terry Leptil. Um, and and just below them at two point seven five, you've got the Eaters of Light. As I'm presuming, um, in their caravan, they're not they, you know they're not going to be going out for fish and chips with vinegar on or anything. Like no, that. no, 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 no pickled eggs for them or no. pickled onions. No, 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 no. I couldn't be a Slytherin because I love them. You so. love pickled eggs or pickled oh, onions? Oh, anything pickled gherkins, yeah. oh, I love anything. Oh, pickled gherkins! Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, now, now you're talking. I've never had a pickled egg. You've never had a pickled egg? No, never had a pickled egg. Oh, you're you're missing out. I think so, yeah. I often see them in chip shops. Oh, Um, they're the best. Yeah. If you buy buy them in the supermarket, they're they're half the size and nowhere near as good. They have humongous great eggs in a chip shop. And do they still taste of egg, but just pickled? A bit. Yeah, yeah, vinegary egg, which is, I I guess, what you want. I love vinegar. Oh, you're missing out, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Next time I I go to fish and chips, God knows when that'll be. I might get an egg just in your honour. People I'll, do I'll do that. They have a bag the of chips yeah. and a pickled egg on top. Yeah. I've done that before. I wonder what, wonder what the like, our American listeners are thinking about this. Do you have pickled eggs out there? <laughs> yeah, do have you pickled pickle anything? Reached Australia? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Weird. Maybe it's a, just a weirdly English thing to just pickle food. Yeah, you I know? Think so, yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, we used to have to because we, get, you know, that was the only way to preserve stuff. Yes, it? yes. Salt, Salt or pickle. <laughs> All right, so a little brief behind the scenes before we go All right, today. Yeah. All right, so originally this story, uh, the alien spacecraft was actually buried under London in Tottenham. It, oh, right, it, so it was, was going to be a bit Quatermassy. A very Quatermassy, yeah. yes. Um, it was only during production that Russell T. Davis saw how advanced CGI had become and thought, no, we could actually have a flying one, and he re- rewrote his script. Yeah to have a, a, a crashed one, right? Fair enough. Because how would you have fitted into this storyline of trying to shock... Because this is basically um, Watchmen, isn't it? This yes. is the same story yes. as Watchmen. Um, how would you shock people into into being fearful enough to give away launch codes if it's an old, ancient, buried spaceship? Yeah, where's the threat from that, then? Yeah, where's the threat? Yes, know. yeah. Also, in this rewrite, there wasn't going to be a live pilot to the ship there was going to be a corpse which when it was examined was just a shank of beef rather than an actual creature yes um okay yeah you mentioned earlier the slithina the only aliens um to have appeared more times on screen in a spin-off show um yeah yeah they they were featured in in well they were featured in um four episodes of new who if you include the cameo at the end of time and in six episodes uh, of Sarah Jane Adventures. Six of them, Jesus. Yeah, and also in a comic relief skit, they were in one yeah. of them as well. It'd be interesting to see in the Sarah Jane Adventures whether they appear in any CGI form or whether it's just a suit. Because you understand, if, it, if they've got the suits, you understand it's a cheap way of doing it, isn't it? But I wonder if they actually bother 
I don't know. CGI but it also says that there was going to be a, a, a proposed Rose Tyler spin-off series called Rose what? Tyler Earth Defense, right? Oh, God. And it says here the Pete's world counterpart. So I guess that's that alternative yeah. where her dad, dad didn't yeah. die. Uh, there was going to be uh, Slitheen in that. Oh, thank goodness for small mercies. Indeed, indeed. And that's all I've got. I told you I didn't have yeah. much in behind the scenes. So we don't, I wonder who designed the Slovene. I couldn't find it. Maybe nobody wanted to no, put their wanted name to, to admit it. it yeah. yeah. All right, so uh, next time, I mean, today we've been talking a lot about number 10, and next week yeah. we're going to be talking about a different sort of number 10, aren't we? We're back with David Tennant. Oh, yeah, that was a nice little, that was almost professional, that was. Well, I've done. been rehearsing that one. Yeah, yeah. excellent. You've been waiting a long time to use it. Um, yeah, so I thought we would try and raise the raise the tone a little bit. Can so I ask before yeah. you announce? Go on, did you again. decide to raise the tone after finding out that we were going to be doing Slitheen today? Uh, yeah, I, I always make my choices <laughs> after last minute. Yeah, right, I don't, okay. I don't plan anything. All right. Um, so I, I thought we. So let's see if you can guess it. So we're gonna we're gonna raise the the, the quality of the writing. So that's a, a, a guest writer rather than. Uh, uh, you might be taking me too literally there. We're oh. going to go with with possibly the greatest writer, certainly renowned to be one of the greatest writers, if not the greatest writer. Are you talking about as a subject matter or the uh, writer of the show? Uh, yeah, subject matter. Ah, so Shakespeare. Yes. Right. Yeah, so we're going to re- we're going to visit Shakespeare. Is there one called the Shakespeare Code? There is indeed, and that's the one. Yeah. And so that's we, the one. We're going to look at the witches, the Macbeth witches. Uh, oh, yeah, I yes. vaguely remember that. Yeah. All right. I, I, I'm hoping I haven't let us down. I remember it as being a good episode, a great episode, and it's renowned by fandom as being one of the better episodes as well. I've got a vague um, memory of our yeah. daughters, because our daughters by oh, then yeah. were watching it, and... Uh, them getting a bit disturbed by those witches. Yes, yeah. I remember. I remember it being really good, and I really love the actor that plays uh, Shakespeare. Oh, all right. I couldn't tell you his name. I don't love him that much, but yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff, and I do like him. And I remember it was being good. And I thought we. I don't think we've done a Martha one yet. No, we haven't. We've Martha mentioned Jones, Martha when yeah. we were doing Sontarans. Yes, but but, but so no, we haven't had a. a we no, can, we can no. see if she, does she work with the tenth Doctor. We shall see. Well, let's find out, shall we? All yes. right, okay. No, I'm looking forward to that. After a couple yeah. of weeks of uh, duffers. Yes, this hopefully this will be a little palate cleanser. Yes, yeah. All right, okay. So, all right. Looking forward to that then. Excellent. So, yeah, Good listener, stuff. if you're out there still and you haven't yes, again, you, you know, two yet. weeks in a row not bothered tuning in, um, yeah, join us next time then. Yes, for a bit of uh, bit of cod Shakespeare. A bit of cod, yeah. Cod and chips and a pickled egg. Can't go wrong. Yeah, get your pickles e- eggs in. We'll start yes. a new trend. <laughs> right. I, you never know. T- next Tuesday night, I might be eating, and in which eat, case, yeah, I'll have a pickled know. egg. Yes. All right. Okay. Cheers, Ian. Nice one. Right, Thanks, right. Ian. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.